Ladies and gentlemen, boys and germs, how are you today? Good to see you. Get off. No, don't eat my candy. Tasha's eating my chocolates. This is what happens. I get on the microphone and then the dog runs onto the couch. Tasha tries to eat all my chocolates. Put that down. That's for later. I give myself a reward. I, uh, we went to an, oh, Jesus, what the fuck am I doing with these intros? Let's just get right to it. You're going to love this episode. It's with Steph Toloff. She's a comedian uh, from Toronto, Canada. Uh, she's got a special coming out March 1st. Super funny. If you're, if you're a diehard listener, you remember her from episode 145 we recorded a few years ago when Trump was running for president. Boy, dodged a bullet. Not. Um, unless you love Trump, in which case, rate and review. Share with your friends. Five stars. Uh, put that chocolate down. She's just eating chocolate nonstop. This is why I can't give her edibles. She becomes a seven-year-old boy <laughs> eating things um, with tits. A seven-year-old boy with tits. You're going to love her. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, so after this interview, I'm going to leave you with a sneak peek. And by the way, if you hear anything cooking in the background, that's me at making sausage. So I was trying to get this intro done before the sausage made noise and my ADD is running wild. Uh, you don't care. So after you watch this episode, I'm going to include a couple minutes of the brunch stand-up show, which the whole show from our live brunch stand-up show is available or will be available this week on our Patreon. That's right. We've launched a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash thesap, T-H-E-S-A-P, thesap. Uh, yeah, we did it. We finally pulled the trigger on doing a Patreon. We don't ask for money. On these episodes, we haven't done it for 325 episodes, and we won't do it for the next 325. But if you want bonus content, oh, baby, you know where to find it, at patreon.com slash the sap. That's T-H-E-S-A-P. You like how I say that? I feel like... Anyway. Um, yeah, we had this live stand-up show. It went great. I had to kick out a bum. Uh, a guy walked in with his suitcase. I had to kick him out. Your boy Dave was laying down the law. Live stand-up, you can't beat it. You hear the crowd work with the audience. We pass out a couple sex toys to some of Tasha's friends. Uh, Kegel balls, folks. Uh, hold on to your buttholes. I thought Kegel balls were for the ass. Found that out. They're not. Um, spoiler, if you listen to the episode. Uh, we have four new Patreon uh, subscribers. What are their names, Tasha? Who is it? We got Michael, Oz. Who, the, who else? Oh, can you look them up real quick? look them up and we'll give them a shout out we need this this is good info we've got four yeah i mean look we're gonna get we're gonna get to our benchmark we're gonna get to our benchmark and then from there we're gonna release an extra weekly episode and um i know you might be thinking dave we get enough of you well look these extra episodes help us put a little bread in our tip jar it's a way to actually recoup some of our expenses and ideally what i would love for our loyal listeners is to give you extra content but also to be able to you know um you know cut down on all my f stupid side gigs here they are so uh, this is three people i thought we had four yeah see willie was the oh see willie what's oh we don't have his info we'll get him next episode so right now we've got uh well these are their instagrams Jesus Christ. I know. I didn't. Oh, we got Oz, Mike, and then Mos, Mosesh. Moses? Oh, I read it. Moses H. Cleveland. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm, doing the, I'm doing this no justice whatsoever. I'll give you guys a proper shout out on the next episode. But we appreciate your support so much. Um, yeah, the, the, every time we get a new Patreon, it pops up in my email and I get super excited because that's one step closer to financial independence. 
and all that other jazz. Um, so yeah, so after this episode, hang out and listen to a clip of the stand-up show. And like I said, that'll be available on our Friends with Benefits tier on the Patreon. And look, and if you want you know, one month to do the soap tier, the Tada soaps, you guys know we make organic soap. If you want to do that tier, then you can do it for one month and then go down to another tier. If you don't want to be paying for that tier, you know, we're going to do Mother's Day specials. We're going to be doing a lot of shit over there. We're giving special content. We're doing public posts that we won't share anywhere else so you can see all those. Why are you rolling your eyes, Tasha? You're eating my candy. You're rolling your eyes. Sundays are for edibles. We're going to do public po- Patreon's not just stuff people have to pay for. We're also going to release free stuff. So you can go check it out at patreon.com slash the sap. That's T-H-E-S-A-P. Go, go hang up for that. And again, support Steph. You're going to listen to this episode and you're going to know why I'm stressing the importance of like supporting um, live entertainment and for, and for creativity and, and all the arts uh, because she's in, you know, she's in the center of a battle with, um, with Sirius XM in Canada because they're fucking her over uh, with her album sales. We'll get into all that. You're about to hear this. Enjoy our chat with Steph Tolan. You guys want to get this thing going? Yeah. Let's fire it up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the SAP Sex Actually podcast. As always, Dave Neal with Tasha Cordy and Steph Tolliff. Yes. Hello. Thanks for coming back. You know, you were on episode 145. Uh, th- this was or the other one was? The other one. This is 325. Oh, shit. You guys do a lot of these. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You were on, I was listening to it today to get to remember, mm-hmm. and um, Trump was running for president. Boy, oh. that feels like a long time wow. ago. And Caitlin was on it, and she was like, oh, but now that Trump's running, we're like, ah, what? nothing's going to happen there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were all horribly wrong. Very now, wrong. Canadian from Toronto. Yes. And okay, so last episode, we we uh, we shared, uh, we heard sex stories. You, you got a tattoo from an ex. You got oh, matching yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, ice ice cream tattoos or yes. something. Yeah, that's still there. Uh, yeah. Want to cover that up? Want to cover that up big time? Yeah. There was a, like a, a sit on sit on my face uh, guy jerking off at a at a oh, house party. Oh, threesome I had. Yeah, yeah, I remember yep. that. I'm just teasing that. for people. If you want to listen, I'll put it in the description. Okay. If you if people want to rewind back yeah, all the yeah, way, yeah. but oh, I got new stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I always have new stuff. Well, what's happening with you? You're uh, a lot of news in Canada today. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. So uh, Canadian comics. Um, we all pretty much live off of sound exchange. You guys know what sound exchange is? It's, no. it's your, you get played and it goes to your residuals get played and your stuff gets played and you get money for it. So okay. we have a channel in Canada, um, on Canada, Sirius XM Canada called Canada laughs. It's one of the only channels in, on the fucking radio that plays strictly Canadian comedy. Okay. And like we have a very, the reason everyone moves here from Canada is because no one gives us a fucking chance. People don't care about Canadians. They don't care about our comedy. Like nobody gives a shit about us. So we have to move down here. That was the only thing we all had. So today we found out that Just for Laughs partnered with Canada Laughs and is now removing the title Canada Laughs and calling it JFL Radio. And they're now going to play content pre-2012 just from their Just for Laughs galas. So now they, it's stuff that they, I guess that they own because they don't have to pay those comics. So it's going to be so like it's- Jeff Foxworthy and fucking Louis C.K. and people, unrelatable. It's going to be like Todd Glass talking about uh, having a girlfriend. I'm sorry, Todd Glass is gay. Like, I don't know what the fuck people, like, it's like, <laughs> it's going to be unrelated material and it's like, they don't realize 
every Canadian comic lives off of this. So I've been paying my rent off of it for fucking three years. Deborah Giovanni, Ryan Belleville, every comic you fucking know from Canada is living off this. I have friends, I have two friends in Canada who have kids. They survive you're solely also off not of this. able to work here, right? Unless I can't, no, I do have my green card now. Okay. Yeah, I can work here, but it's like, I already also have a part-time job. I clean Airbnbs. I'm not like out here just being like, I'm living on this album. Like I work my fucking ass off. I have an Airbnb job so I can pay my bills and my rent plus my sound exchange. And now it's about to be completely taken away. It's like causing a mutiny because it's also like that was the one thing we had in Canada was like you guys showcasing our voices and like we're proud to be Canadian. We're proud to have like Canadian content and like have people. So now it's just so it's, just for laughs buys it just for laughs for those that don't know is like the largest um, brand comedy of festival, comedy right? festival, but also they have a tour. It's a yes, brand. It's, it's a, a big. Brand. It's the, it's the best comedy brand out there. Yes, and but it's also like they already had all that shit because they had their fucking CEO was fuck got me too like crazy because yeah. he had fucking you know done a bunch of sh- horrible shit to women. So they had that hu- huge bad press. Then Howie Mandel came in, swept up, and took it over. And now all of a sudden, like Canada laughs has been going like this for fucking years, and it's like literally the only thing us Canadian comics have and it's it's now been just taken away so unfairly and I don't, they don't realize that they're ruining people's lives. I like, also it's, wonder like in their archives like I guess they own it but aren't those people gonna be kind of pissed that now their yes, stuff exactly. is in circulation exactly. and like they don't really get a say over yeah, it? Yeah and they get 50% uh, they only get 50% of the plays so because they take 50% of the money so before we were getting like full money and now the people like Jeff Fox like he even fucking knows or cares that fucking two cents is floating around like that's so like, like so the fuck, yeah, exactly what the fuck does that matter to people like this but like people like us it's like and we've, we work so hard to get these albums made. Like I have, the, the album I have coming out on Friday, I have worked on this material for fucking three years. Plus, some of the jokes are like five, six years old. Like I've been working so hard and now it's like, I try to submit it and they're like, oh, we're, we're, not, we're freezing all albums. We're not even accepting it. So what's going to happen with your album? Where is it coming out? Um, it's coming out on uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. So you, you'll literally right right now only be able to make money based on like sales. Do you know how through, little you get from that? Yeah, oh, iTunes, yeah. They don't, they don't. Uh, I got $100 for my last album and I got like, a, a lot of people bought it yeah. $100 in a year I'm like okay I get no money from it yeah. so I'm going to XM uh, State so you're, you got your guys XM I'm going to New York next week to like uh, do a, a blast for the album and do shows and stuff down there uh, well I'll say this yeah, I know it's 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 crazy and it's nerve wracking but these these things usually tend to like like you know justice is served in the end I so think it will yeah you gotta get you know you, it's good it's good that I mean you <laughs> listen to the microphone here it's a it's the first time you know that just happened and and hopefully they they there's an I mean you know you got to think there's some business exec who like just literally was like well no one will care and not realizing how the combined voices of yeah. all of the com- up and coming comics I think are, that's what it is and they also like. I, I, what, what the issue is too which I think that everyone's kind of getting there's like oh hello people <laughs> this feels strange sharing there's um uh, in Canada you legally have to play a specific amount of Canadian content so I guess they're thinking we're not going to monitor that if they don't think there's going to be people now looking at every literally today where Canada Laughs was playing it said Jeff that's what I'm saying Jeff Fox it said Jeff Fox for the Canada Laughs it's like he's a fucking Canadian like it's just well it's, we'll get our loyal yeah. uh, army out there to support you I mean, and when I say up and coming comedians, it's like, you know, how long have you been doing it? You're, you're 14 10, years. 14 years yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. 14 years <laughs> in. I mean, you, time, it takes yes. a long time to get. Now, now, you, what, did you have an album already out? Is that yeah. what you were generating the. 
plays from? Yes, I, I have a sketch album out and a stand-up album out. But the sketch now, they've completely taken that off. So that, me, and me and my sketch partner just recorded another one when I was home uh, for the holidays. And now we're like, well, we don't even need to edit this because there's no point because they're not going to fucking play it. What was the process of, is the process of getting an album made in Canada different than here? No, I think same shit. So you just like, you find a club to play at and you just get the club recording? Is that what it was? Yeah, I booked the, yeah, I booked like my favorite club, like packed it with people, advertised for a long time didn't charge anything and then uh, my, I'm with a thing called Comedy Records and they produce it and put it out and stuff for me. Nice. Mm-hmm. We just um, did our first um, uh, stand uh, brunch stand-up show that was sponsored by our podcast and uh, you, you definitely come on the next one we do. Hopefully it'll be monthly. Yeah. But I plugged my Zoom into the amp and got room tone and then the mic tone. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, this <laughs> this little place we recorded at was like a 30-seater and I was like, this you could record an album in this place. You oh, know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like a really cool spot but you'll have to come on next time we do a brunch show. And Love um, it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it sounds like it sucks, and I hope it works itself out. But you know, it'll be it's it's just like I'm just in my head right now about it because it's it's really gonna fuck over a lot of people, like a lot of people. Yeah, people who have been relying on this money, like and who do like. Well, you know, like Comedy Central, the, they won't pay. I don't think they do much in the form of residuals. So a lot of comics have like released their like half hour or their hour specials on Comedy Central, and it doesn't get any any like near traffic that you'll get on like YouTube yeah. or Netflix. Like YouTube's almost a better place to release your shit because Which at least crazy. you get like a percentage. Like at least yeah, it's kind of something. like out there that you're gonna get something. Yeah, but it's a very small percentage. I just wonder, like, what did they pay for it? What's the like? Obviously, it's working out financially for Sirius, and yeah. that's oh, why yeah. they decided yeah. to make this switch. But yeah. like, they have unlimited channels. Like, they could have just added another channel exactly. and left your all's channel alone. That's that's literally the main point <laughs> that I'm saying. Like, that's why it's just like I don't know why you did this. You could have just had your own just laugh channel and kept Canada laughs going. Like, there's like five. I'm, I have Sirius. There's like seriously like five comedy channels mm-hmm. on Sirius. I mean, it's obviously the U.S. version, but, but like, still, yeah, it's... I never listen to them. I have my favorite stations, but like <laughs> you could literally just there's probably like three or four or five in a row. Yeah, you can get like your southern, mm-hmm. cunt, you know, your your southern adult, like your redneck, southern, redneck, redneck uh, comedy. You can get your mm-hmm. herb. Yeah. How would you describe yourself? Just straight Canadian comedy is there no I, you're dirty you're pretty filthy yeah I'm filthy as shit yes <laughs> this new album's quite filthy too but yeah i was watching your bit i obviously won't like kill your bit but it was about um about cooling off your vagina at the beach that was the bit i was oh watching. yeah dipping the lips in the sea yeah yeah <laughs> Dipping the lips, Speaking yeah. about that, we'll t- we'll jump right into. How, so, how's this your dating weird. life? We, can we move this? I yeah, like here, just point it back, back to me. Yeah. That's uh, Tasha's <laughs> live streams going. I, if they want to see you, they yeah, don't totally. want to see me. Yeah, feel I free to strange. just ignore it too. Um, just I've just never seen us. it. Okay, I've just <laughs> what's happening right now. Um, yeah, what's going on? You were single when we when we talked. Oh, I'm two I'm and a half years ago. So single still. So I have truly not dated anybody out here. Really, this city is so much worse than I thought it was for dating. Like, I've literally been single since I've been here. But last time, because I I had to listen to the episode to sort of remember what we talked about, because, you know, you know how it is. You just word vomit and don't remember. Mm -hmm. And um, you had said you were dating comics. Are you still dating comics? I would, I, I, I would, I would like to. I, I, I mean, I'd like to date anybody, really. I've just, (laughs) it's just been like a a stream of awful. And recently I've had like a, a string of horrible men horrible situations and horrible why men. why why tell us all the dirt okay when does it even start um <clears throat> i was talking to, i think i've talked about this on the podcast so i'll keep this part quick but i i um one guy i was talking to a comic open micer for like four weeks we flew around a few times he couldn't get hard fine 
I, that's happened before. I get couldn't it. Didn't get hard. Didn't get hard. But it's fine. I get it. I'm like, I, I wasn't. I wasn't like, you. You're fucking gross. It's like, okay. Is he on meds or something? I think is it. What's that noise? There's yeah, a there's a, there's lot a truck of sound. going on, but in the back. But there is a little. You hear a little. I hear that. It literally feels like a fucking plane's landing, or like. That's okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I sorry, can't I help you. I got freaked out for a second. I was like, it "Is was there loud. an incoming missile? Did you yeah, hear it that?" It was quite loud. It like really like it went was down quite loud. There's been a hell. There's been black ho- black op helicopters going around LA. There's some yeah, what, shit going on that? out there. What's going on? I saw that in the. You've seen that, right? Yeah, there, and I saw there was two helicopters oh, flying too, next to each other. So maybe it wasn't. Just, this is our last okay. episode, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we're we're signing out from Los Angeles. But first, more about uh, the sex life of Steph. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, okay. So, so he couldn't get hard. It's fine. We almost died right there. He couldn't get hard. <laughs> so the fourth time we hung out, we had, he got naked again, fooling around again, couldn't get hard again. And then he goes to me, looks me in my eyes and says, I'm just not physically attracted to you. And I'm like, excuse me? What, what, what do you, uh, what, you got me naked four times before this. You know what my body looks like. You're not sexually attracted to me and that you're telling me now, well, I'm naked. I freaked out. Not uh, to mention, is there a better excuse you any, could have any, used? Also, yeah. any excuse. That doesn't serve any purpose. No, also he no, wasn't funny. He wasn't that attractive. No, you know that obviously it was coming from like a very like defensive and yes. vulnerable place. And like a Aware lot of, of people that. don't yes. know how to handle their own emotions. So yes. they want to make you feel bad to make themselves feel mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. But like grow, grow up. Grow up. It was quite embarrassing for him. I put him on blast pretty embarrassingly. And uh <laughs> Good. Yeah, I think I got him unbooked from any show ever. So yeah, he <laughs> fucked with the wrong person. Oh, truly, people were like, "Who is it?" And I was like, "Oh, who?" And I sent his exact photo. People were like, "Oh, we'll never book him." Like a lot of shows. That limp dick fuck. It's also just like, don't say that. That's the rudest thing you say to a woman. Yeah. And I, I was, I'm clearly self conscious of my body, and I already had like mentioned that I am. Like you know, I get naked. I'm like mm, hiding myself, like most women do when they're nude. But like, so that was fucked. Right after that, um, I this other guy I, I went on a date with went to, back to his place, and we get me naked again, start fooling around, and he's like. Uh, I can't do this. I'm in love with my ex-girlfriend. I'm like, excuse Jesus me? Christ. It I'm like, took us to this It took us to butt naked. To- <laughs> butt naked. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, I- I'm in love with her. She's the best. She's the love of my life. I'm going to marry her. I'm like, you can, I'm like, can I, can I go? What the fuck? So I'm like putting my shoes on. He keeps going. He's like, oh my God, she's so funny too. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to hear any of this. You need to shut the fuck up. Like got in my Uber, cried the whole way home. And I was like, what is going on? Like, it was just that, that. You, you think about taking the Uber driver home? I he was a gay man and he was really consoling me and it was he was quite nice. I gave him a ten dollar tip. I was like I was like I was crying so hard and I was like I'm so sorry. He's like no, this sounds really fucked up. And I was like telling him everything, whatever. And then I had met a man recently off of um, at a show in real life. So I'm like trying to get off the dating apps because I'm like I fucking hate them. Everyone's a piece of shit. Everyone's gross. Whatever. Meet this man at a show in Lake Tahoe, he DMs me from the crowd. I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> wow. You doing a show? Are you, we're, we're at Lake mm-hmm. Tahoe. South Lake Tahoe? Are you at the, um, at the improv? The improv there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very attractive man. Older. We end up hooking up that night. It was nice. Talk for... Hold on. He DMs you from the crowd. From so the crowd. Like, did you have your phone on stage? No, and you got I didn't the see it until I go back oh, okay. to my fucking room. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck he, is this? So he sees you on stage. He mm-hmm. finds your Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was it Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. And then he slides in from the Slip audience. In. I don't get a lot of slides. What a Tahoe move that I is. I know. I get no slips. I get no slides. I felt quite good. <laughs> Looked at his photos. I'm like, oh, he's a very attractive older man. So we... Um, I... Maybe he'll listen to this. I hope he will because he still owes me money. Um. Anyways, <laughs> we'll get to that part. So we fooled around. We ended up talking. We had a good night. It was really fun. We ended up talking for a few weeks, like several weeks. He ends up flying down here to see me a couple weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, he had friends in San Diego too. So we were just going to stay in Airbnb together, spend a few days together. Um. <clears throat> then he went um, uh, 
psycho is the term I want to use. He uh, would say stuff like, you don't even find me attractive and like, all this weird shit. And I'm like, what is going on? Like very weird. It almost became like bipolar. The last night we were together, I got like kind of uncomfortable and then we got, we're drinking and smoking all day. And he gave me a sleeping pill. He goes, hey, do you take this. It'll help you sleep. And in my head, I thought, melatonin or whatever those like those pills are yeah. yeah take it there's a mistake there you don't take pills from strangers took the pill what and, was it uh, ambient ambient i've never taken ambient i don't know either. what ambient is it makes people hallucinate it's so i i don't it's i have what no tiger memories. woods takes to fuck literally no fuck on ambient but yeah, there's no whole... memories you literally i literally i blacked out i yeah. i've been drinking my whole life i've never blacked out my entire fucking life i blacked out i, I lord knows what time eight nine wake up in the morning to him being like, did you puke in the bathroom? I'm like, what? No. And I'm like, did I puke? I remember fucking puking. I like, wait, I get you, up. Are you sure it was Ambien or was it a roofie? I don't fucking know. Because that's exactly what happens when you're on roofies. I literally go to the bathroom, projectile vomit all over <gasps> the bathroom. I, I'm not kidding. I'm like, I start, I, I'm like, oh my God. So I'm, I'm like, go, I go, clear my throat. I'm like, oh my God, I puked. I'm like, this is my puke. I'm like, I have no memory of vomiting. None at all. I've never, I could have died. I could have fucking died in my yeah. sleep. Look, look at my shirt, this barf. I get back in bed. He leaves for his flight. I'm like, lying in bed. I have a full-fledged panic attack. I'm like, what happened? What happened to my body? I had to take a fucking plan B. Plan B. Like, this is not a funny story. This is a very serious story. I took a plan B because I was so fucking scared that something had happened. I don't know. Imagine, I'm like, what happened? What was that fucking pill? Like, what's going on? I need to know answers. I'm freaked out right now, man. Like, you fucking drug me. What is this? He's like, oh, well, well, just a sleeping pill, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, you owe me also for the Airbnb, which is split $200 each. Never pays me. Have not heard from him since. Jeez. I'm like, are you, likes every Instagram post. He's so, still liking yeah. your Instagram post? I hope post? he's listening to this right now because I'm going to fucking post so we can fucking hear. Still liking my Instagram post. You give me some fucking pill. I took a phone and I messaged him like, hey man, I took a plan fucking B. What the fuck happened? Like nothing. So he owes you 200 plus the full price of the yes. plan B. Plan B came I think, $57. Uh, my, um, yeah, my court decision, Tasha, would you agree with me? Is that he pays for the plan B in the oh Airbnb. My God. Yeah. I'm so beyond that. Like, Isn't I think it you insane? should have called the cops. Uh, it, it and round it up like, to 300. Just ask for 300. It literally was at the point where I was like, and we had been drinking all day. So I got home and I like Googled ambient drinking is like the number one worst thing to do. Like you're not supposed to do it. People hallucinate, yeah, they people. sleep fucked, they sleep dry. Like it's so dangerous. It's and yeah. I'm like, I've never even like I don't know what ambient wants. Like ambient, okay. Like I like Did it was you fucked. have you looked up? Do you remember what the pill looked like? No. Because I was like all by that point too, we had been smoking and drinking all fucking day. Yeah. And it was just like I just hate that I trusted this person and I felt like comfortable and then I got like really uncomfortable and now it's like now I'm not getting fucking you know what I'm talking you're just liking like my bullshit yeah. like that's well just, don't it's very don't feel weird. like you did anything wrong no. I, I know the also, feeling he's 46 of like, fucking get a life what are you yeah. a, a fucking old pervert like what are you doing it's, yeah that's very strange it was very strange and like it's weird because he's friends with a comic that's how I kind of met him through his comic I messaged him and he felt really bad and it was like he's like what can I do I'm like nothing to be done oh was he friends like, with the, a guy that was friend. at the show yes oh, okay. yes kind of but not like close enough like he's close he's doing me saying something I'm like I don't want you saying anything I just like I want him just to pay me and me to never think about him again yeah but guys don't understand that like this is like a part of an a woman's experience just trying to date somebody yeah like this you know you're just trying to meet somebody mm -hmm. new you're having a good time and like a person that looks completely normal like a cool mm -hmm. guy that mm -hmm. seems like a cool guy mm -hmm. could actually be someone that drugs you yeah. and rapes you like i don't yes you don't we you know you don't know like, i don't think he did like i want to say that like i, I don't want to be here saying i got raped because I, I don't think that happened but i just 
I also don't know why I was offered it, why I took it. This is my fault. For, not my fault for taking it, but like, I feel like, you know, but I'm just like, I don't know why I would have like, I, I don't know. The whole thing was just very bizarre. And I just didn't like that. I didn't get any kind of reply. He's like, yeah, we went to sleep. And I was like, okay, well, wh- wh- what? Like, that's it. Yeah, like, it would have been know. a lot better if you like got on FaceTime right away and like and was reassured like, you. Exactly, like, sorry, exactly. apologize. I'm sorry. Here's I didn't realize that anything like that. There's no apologies. There's no nothing. Was, because not even a text. Because he doesn't know what that feels like. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, he doesn't he realize didn't... how scared I was. Yeah. But and that's like it... a psychopath thing. I think most guys would, like, call and be like, if, if you're freaked out and, and afterwards, and even if the guy wasn't, I think in most cases, but a normal person. But not a good guy because he hasn't responded no. to her. He hasn't paid her yeah. money. And I, like, bluntly was like, like... a very bad guy. Yeah. That's, like, the least you can yeah, do. Yeah, the least. The least you can do. And it, I was just like, and you flew here to, like, hang out with me? Like, we had been talking, like, every fucking day and, like... That's why I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, maybe this, I was, I, he doesn't live here. Anyways, he lives in San Francisco. I was like, oh, this would be fun. Anyways, just like whatever. Once in a while, I hang out and fuck this attractive man. But now I'm just like, this just made me like, oh, I hate men again. I'm like, every fucking guy I, I try to trust or something, then this like psychoness it's just, happens. It sucks because in order to like find love, you need to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But like who wants to be vulnerable when like those are the consequences? Yeah, literally. Do you find that, um, do you find that you're, because you do like dirty material on stage that guys in the audience think they can just be dirty with you like do you do you, yes. do you ever wonder that because they, they, so. they, you're like letting them into like a curated part of your life yes. but it's obviously in a you're 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 kind of carving it in the right direction but then an audience member i mean i've just heard this from like from like other female comedians who like just because they talked about their vagina doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can just slap them on the ass. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a, there's a, you know, the art is blended into like the, the experience of the audience that sometimes they think like, oh, this person's down and to fuck me. that's not the only thing that you are either. Yeah. I have a perfect meme to post with this. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, like uh, who was it? Halsey maybe was getting lit from somebody on Instagram for like have, having been in Playboy. Like, you know, and they're yeah, like, yeah. we've seen your tits. Why are you talking about politics? And she's like, because I'm a well-rounded yeah. person. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? You who know, cares? like this one part of me is not all of me. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm switching yeah. my microphone, so just keep talking. It seems, um, yeah, I also feel like too, it's not even men on like Tinder who see me immediately go gross with me. I don't even know if I give off some strange vibe. I'm not sure exactly like what I give off. But I feel like people automatically just see me and are like, I can fucking choke this woman. And I'm like, what did I deserve? You know, I don't but part at- of me thinks that that's not just you. No, I there's think no way. It's all, it's all women are receiving that. Yeah. Even like, you know, I've not been on these dating apps. I never, imagine. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been in a relationship for a long time. But um, With who? <laughs> Could you even tell I switched microphones? Does it sound no, okay? Uh, yeah, it sounds fine. I was just picking up an echo with Can that. I okay. my yeah, thought? sure. I just wanted to let the audience know <laughs> uh, if I sounded different. But just with like Instagram comments, I just got one the, t- earlier today or yesterday, last night, that was like, love your tits. You know, it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, what? what is that? Why? Well, I just hadn't talked to you in a while, so I needed you. <laughs> yeah, I get on, and then I'll get on Instagram and like, not, I don't play like a strong defensive boyfriend, but like I'll, you know, so, be like, luckily I think her Instagram's pretty good people. My Instagram's also very tame, but yeah, I do have 90% really nice people on yeah. my Instagram who leave really nice and uplifting and positive comments, and there's only a small percentage of the creeps that come out, but I do think that the internet is just a place where creeps have blossomed. Yeah, that's... Like, they're all yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, yeah. We've given them a voice. Oh, they have a big voice. But Steph, you're just like, yeah, you're you're on stage. You're a really funny comedian. You're just kind of like, you know, you're a target to like for creeps and, and psychos. But I also don't get a lot. Like, that's why... I 
was excited about this guy DMing me because I don't get a lot of guys messaging me after shows because I am very assertive and aggressive and funny. And I know that men don't like that. They act like they want a funny girl. No, you fucking don't. You don't want me to be funnier than you. You don't. You don't like, think and like so? a lot of guys will text me like, like, oh, you think you're funny? I'm like, I'm funnier than you. I'm going to be funnier than 90% <laughs> of the guys I meet on Tinder. I will. That's why I date comics because I'm like, I needed, I'd like to riff with people. I want to joke around, but I'm like, I'm funnier than you. I know I am. I yeah. just, sorry. Sorry. And a lot of guys, like, they just are used to being, like, the bigger thing in the room. Like, they're used to women being sort of, like, diminished Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. like, in a nice, tidy little box for them and sort of, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, giving way for their all of their bigness and their manspreading and their big space and their loud mm-hmm. voices and their number one most important opinion. So they're used to us being like, oh, okay, sorry, I'll let me get out of the way. Well, and they no. don't want to... Well, look, I mean, every guy, guys listening, it <laughs> comes down to like a con- like a confidence thing. And like, I Tasha, I love when you come up with jokes. Like she, Tasha's really good at like just... Uh, you know like the, the negative aspect of stand-up where like when something sucks you just call it out and like it's like before you write a joke about something it's just like a negative connotation Tasha is great with seeing shit that's out of place it's like your OCD mindset like if we're walking if like someone's in your way if, if anything's in your way whether it's somebody construction some some shit that's going on political if it's in your way you're about to shit on it and i like that i think you know what i mean oh, anyway well, but my, isn't this nice why don't you <laughs> suck his dick <laughs> but but my point is is that there are guys out there who who will and can look at you and go look at this fucking chick yeah like, i know like there plenty, are plenty plenty it's just i keep finding the wrong ones i know and it's like i just keep finding psychopaths i, I, I so another story that just 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 happened i went on i'm like I, i'm really trying not to be on the apps i'm only on the app right now because I'm on Tinder because I have my Tinder talks with Tolev, this hashtag I do where someone says something crazy to me and I just come back with something even crazier. Like that's my new thing. I love, not new, but I've been doing it for a long time and it's my favorite thing to do on Tinder. So I'm like, I don't want to be on the apps anymore. I want to meet people in person. So I went to a show the other night, Wednesday, and was at the bar, see this guy, oh, whatever, walk over. Like I never hit, get like picked up at bars ever. Go over and get a drink and he's like, hey, I'm like, oh, hello. And then we start talking and then I never left and we, I sat there and talked to him. We talked for like three and a half hours, went back to his house. Very easy. It's really not hard for me. Buy me a couple, <laughs> just buy me a couple of drinks. It's, it's certainly not hard. You know, he's that he's 41, seems like a nice, nicer man. Went to his house and I don't know what, what we started talking about, but somehow he mentioned he had eight guns in the house. And me, big fat mouth idiot, I go, prove it. You don't say, don't say prove it. Why would, I, why would I say this? I don't want to know that this is true. It was very true. He got out of bed and pulled out a small box and opened a revolver and a pistol, and I held both of them. Now my fingerprints are all over oh, this man. Oh, Jesus gun. Christ. You need to send a like, photo with those with that gun to this other dude who owes you 250 I, bucks. You need I to be like, really yo, Tolib's got eight guns, bitch. Look what I have now, motherfucker. I um, mean, look, the Canadians yeah. are cool with guns, right? No, we don't have guns. You don't do guns? Just like hunting. No, and I just, just... Hunting, okay, yeah. You cut your... your so some pe- like the people in the more rural areas have guns. Yes, but like in the city, I don't know anybody who has a gun. Nobody's yeah. a gun. No, so my family ever had a gun. I don't know Why does guns. this dude have eight guns? Did it turn you on at all? Oh, in no. A power I got no? so scared. Really? I was like, oh, I, I don't trust anybody else with guns. Well, and I really like guns. he said he had an assault rifle. And I was like, Why? Really? Why would you have that? Like an here? AR-15? Yeah, or like, why do you have these things? Yeah. Here in LA? Yes. Yeah, hunting rifles, one thing, or like a little... I, I used to do in-home sales, and, I, and in, in someone's room, I was like going through the house. They had a shotgun like sitting out upright by the bed. And it was a single lady, an older lady. I was like, okay, that's... Sure, you're going to blow someone's brains out. But like, I, I knew that, that that was like a self-defense thing. Yeah. But I'm like, do we really need this in LA? But then again... Not. I've called the police 
and and not gotten through multiple times really? this, this year. Really? So like, I'm just saying, if you ever need to call 911 for something in LA, good luck. Yeah. You might be yeah. good. Uh, they might come in 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, I if saw a girl get hit by a car and they took somebody, so long. Maybe. Yeah, we had domestic uh, violence happen. We thought was happening nearby us and we couldn't get an, an officer to show up multiple times. Oh and it was like, God. geez, what do you need? To, what kind of limb do you need sticking through your body Seriously. or like gunshots before they take it? Because there's plenty of like b- crime that happens that's not like you know you know like a hostage situation that's yeah. like can we get someone here within five minutes like yeah. you'd think there's probably ten thousand police officers anyway yeah but also uh, the blue lives part, matter um yeah well, <laughs> the worst it's part not about the, yeah. the gunman is I text him the next day being like hey that was thanks for not killing me with the guns no reply have not heard back from him I'm like oh okay, my that's gosh. nice. <laughs> That's no nice. No, not even a reply. Like it's just like it's gone beyond ghosting at this point. It's like you just ate my pussy for forty five minutes and you're not going to text me back. That seems like a strange choice. Now you're going to put your mouth on my vagina that you've never seen or looked at or know what's know going on down been. there. You, and it's been around. Let me tell you, this thing has been around. And you, and then you're not going to text me back. Like what? Do you, what is the what's point your of game this? that gets your gets you uh, so much cunnilingus? Is to pronounce that right? Cunnilingus. What's no, your game? Because last episode you were, you had a guy you were you were sitting on his face within. Yeah, it you know. seems I don't know. I think I just demand. No, I. Do you have, I, like, do you do have that? Eat uh, me out. You um, got that? Eat me out energy. The guy just <laughs> got. She looks like she wants energy. to be. <laughs> um, no, I just put it around their mouth and I, I, I choke them with it. Um, put their push their head down. I, it's right? like uh, you know when you like what's that drug that you put on a, a chloroform? Rag? Yeah, yeah. I'm like chloroforming them. I'm just They're not awake when I'm when they're down there. But sleep apnea can make me. You get to finish with the sleep apnea a mask it yes. really tickles the clip um, um this, well, this guy was older too i felt like maybe that's what, why he was doing it not i mean i feel like if i'm gonna suck your dick you're gonna put your fucking mouth on my bits yeah it's a trade it's disgusting but also there's a lot i tell you what when i when i was like i don't know 10 and i was uh, at a 7-eleven and i saw that they had flavored condoms i could not wrap my head around the fact that not, not, not first of all not to mention no one's using condoms for oral sex but it Ugh. but it but the idea of oral sex was just just such some some like theory like no way that actually happens you know what i mean because yeah. i was like there's this someone's lying to me this could not be a thing <laughs> where like people are licking or you know what i mean you because you just you should kind of like imagine it to be this thing but obviously in the, mm-hmm. in, the in the throes of passion it's a different story in the throes of passion you just want to get your mouth around a people <laughs> but here you got a you got where a guy with people? eight guns going down on you for 45 minutes and then they he doesn't tell you back, back. you think s- that if a guy's going down on you that he's like in it for at least a couple episodes uh, that's what i would think and he was in there for a while. Like, yeah, no guy's like, going down on some chick till then one night stand it. That's insane. Yeah. That's what I thought. What, I was like, what goes through your head? For, because look, I'm not blaming you at all. I don't know. All. Maybe he's a generous one night stander. But still. That seems a bit. It was like he kept going down there. I get He's like, I really like eating pussy. I'm like, okay, ew. For some reason that grosses me. I'm just saying it out loud. I was like, ew. But I'm also like, then never text back. It just seems crazy. That seems such a personal thing. And then you can't even be like, you couldn't be like, yes, that was fun or something. Like, well, it's just so rude. It's rude. At the bottom, you know, the very least, it's just plain like, rude. Everybody is, yeah. has been on the receiving end of mm-hmm. it and knows what it feels like, and it feels shitty. It's like so shit. Like, why? Shit. Why do it? Yeah. What do you? What or do you? Uh, even, or even bluntly reply like, hey, that was fun. Hope you weren't looking for anything more. I was just looking. Like, even yeah. like I like you know what I mean. I feel even like, like I'm, subtext, you can get the hint from exactly. even less. It's exactly. like it's like we're not. We don't need. It's nice to have things spelled out, but like you can you can get a hint when someone like slowly replies or whatever. But yes. like, show me yes. something. Show me Give something. me a sign like, to y- yeah, literally. 
It's like you want to know if they he, died or not. Just and then, let me yeah, know. and then he like wanted me to stay over, and I was like, okay. He's like, do you want to stay? I was like, oh, I was gonna go. He's like, no, no, stay. I'm like, okay. And then we stayed and like cuddled, and then I still got no text. I'm like, what's the point of this? It just felt. Then I felt weird. I would feel weird after that. I'm like, why was I there? Why did you make me feel weird? Like, well, it feels like you've been led on emotionally. Yes. And it's like, of course we just met. I'm not expecting to date you, and like you're bald well, when, also. And I, didn't, <laughs> you know I mean, like, there's a lot of things going on, but I'm like, it just feels. When we met two and a half years ago, which flew by, I haven't seen you since. I don't think. I Actually, I haven't you seen you since. since. Trust me, I go up and do stand up, but I'm just not in the cool circles like you. I guess what cool circle? I don't the know. What am I doing? But but it was funny because the reason I saw someone had posted that you've got an album coming out. That's why I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, come back on the. Because I feel like when you were on the podcast two and a half years ago, it's like we well, didn't even crack the surface. You got to come back soon. So come back soon, yeah, of I course. Mean, before yeah, before you're out on the streets, I'm, I'm also shit. on the streets right now. I am. I'm. You homeless. need a man with an extra be- that's bedroom. That's what you need. You need a guy that's going to go down on yes. you and give you a bedroom. Yeah. Can we well, get that I out there? Have, Is anyone listening? I love that. No, I have a home. I have a severe leak in my house. It's been uh, February first. My kitchen was raining on the inside, and uh, check the check the date. It's 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 nothing's been it's done. It's been a month. It's been a, I've been out of my house for a month. I go home every day and check on it, make sure everything's fine. It's been a fucking nightmare. I don't know. I called the city, and they legally don't have to put me up, but I withheld rent. It's just been like. They, they legally they, don't have to put you up? No. I, I spoke to someone at the city because I was freaking out. Because I was like, this is insane. I'm like, she's like, well, give me the rent check. We'll figure it out. I'm like, give me my rent. I'm like, you're getting fucking rent. And the worst part was, I just, um, my roommate just moved out and I was about to have my own place for the first time. Literally, his like second last bag taking out, it started raining inside. And then my ceiling fell. It was like, oh yeah, it's bad. And now it's like, I'm scared to have mold because the water has like pulled yes. up in the walls and it's been there for a fucking month now. So tomorrow, finally, the contractor's coming. And I'm going to be like, you guys have to fucking do this now. You should now. get a mold guy to come in and do another I am, yeah, opinion I am, too. I'm, okay, you have to wait like two months. So you should also this, like not pay rent for like three months. This is insane. No, but that's the thing is as soon as you don't pay your rent, then they have grounds for yeah. eviction. So like you I have, could like sue them though at this, yes, at this point. you could it's, sue them. It's crazy. And like get money back, but they always recommend that you keep paying, even though it sucks. You're paying yeah, yeah. a place to stay at a place that you can't stay at. But um, yeah, it's like it's a weird gray area that technically, mm-hmm. with your rental rights, you should be allowed to hold rent, withhold rent, but you can't because then they could evict you. Yeah, well, this they they couldn't because I have no power. Or heat or nothing. Like, I have okay. no kitchen. Like Let me I, ask you this. I have, no, I have no power for months. You got an album coming out. Stand up is probably going really well. You've done it for 14 years. What, how the fuck do we solve these creative issues when like things are going well, but then you get like a house that's raining on you and, you know, Sirius XM fucks you over? Like, can we just get a yeah, fucking get bone? Because I'm feeling you One. right now. I got fired from something recently and I just got my finances in order. Mm-hmm. I just saw the fucking thing. Like, you know what I mean? When you get when you get your shit in order and that way you create, your creativity can like beam down on you yep. because like all the shit's taken. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like you, you get in an accident or something else happens and it's like, I'm not trying to like shut all these like negative things. You're not, you're a strong female fucking getting out there kicking ass and then you got some dude drugging you and the mm-hmm. thing it's like what the fuck it, you're not asking for this I'm not, shit that's the thing and I'm like <laughs> the drugging thing happened and then the house thing happened and then I'm like this is and then I went I stayed at my buddy's house and like day two I'm like why does your house smell like gas gas leak 
His stove was leaking gas. And I was like, I can't go anywhere. Like, I am, I'm just a walking leak. I can't be in anyone's home. Yeah, it, there, it just, and like, might- I can't even write. I have, like, and it's pilot season. It's very hard to, I like, one night, I'm like, I have to go home. I need to stay in my house tonight. No power. I had to memorize a script by candlelight in my freezing cold bed. You know how psycho that was? You're was like, like what that. Are you uh, doing right what's now? that song? Isn't that ironic? Is that the name of the song? <laughs> yes, you're I'm like, Alanis Morissette. Yeah, you're just like, you know, he'll go down on you for 45 minutes, but then not call you back. It's like, isn't it ironic? <laughs> it's, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What are we going to do? Yeah. So we got to sage you. Your, uh, your, uh, Apparently, your I, yeah, aura. I think gonna, I think <laughs> I have the sage. A lot of people have said that they think they have like a curse right now. Listen, you got totally. At, we've got some sage sitting over there. We should do it before you leave. I have felt like should we I light it up during the too. episode. Lately, okay. I feel like I've had a few little like spurts of bad luck. And it's I, just yeah, yeah, it's been a maybe. Lot. Well, a lot of I creatives. I read my horoscope to see like what was up, and it said it was supposed to be a very lucky month. So I don't know. <laughs> Well, like, but this is like, this is why it's like, why do you, why, why do people get into crystals and, and shit and like all this homeopathic shit? And it's like, well, because life's not working out for him, Julie. Yeah. And you get into this shit because you're like, yeah, I'll light some sage. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try I'll anything. Fucking, I, we got sage sitting <laughs> yep. right there and I will spark it up. I know how to smudge it. I know which way to do it. And you say your positive mantras. Do I feel like I look like an idiot? I don't care at this point how I look. I just <laughs> I want life care. to go okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly just at the point where I'm like, I just don't care anymore. I. I don't, I'm like, also I'm like, I don't even know what worse can happen. You could bill them at the like for your expenses. Uh, yeah, I've already. Later, I, I've already right? claimed. Um, uh, with their insurance like okay. a lot of my shit so also, like, need- and I work from home and, and like and I, I was so excited to have my like never lived alone I bought a brand new couch I brought a brand new futon I was gonna make a little office and have a little guest room you got an like, album coming out it's the best time of your life you're a well, strong comedian <laughs> until I found out my album isn't getting played in Canada there's a lot it's just a lot it's just but what I'm saying really is unlucky you're gonna time. we're gonna play this episode back to you in whichever year you're living with your infinity pool because you, <laughs> you're, you've done all and it's important because we have people that listen that have you know I've done a lot some people some people that listen you know we're all we're all over the place but some of us are afraid to take the leap and we've got our cushy thing and you're someone who's out there you've left your country to make a better thing for yourself and you've gotten roadblock after roadblock Mm -hmm. but you still get on stage and talk about your vagina getting you know splashed in the salt water i truly don't know how Uh, yeah i've been uh it's been yeah and also this whole month every time i'm on stage i'm like just not focused it's really hard to like mentally get yourself in a place where you're, I'm not mentally okay. Like every day I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm not home again. And I'm like, I'm just constantly worried about, is it still raining? Is there a leak? Did somebody break in? Like what the fuck is yeah. going on? Every day I think about my fucking You need house. all your other ducks in a row to that's be able to function creatively. Yeah, that's, and that's, I didn't realize how much I needed that until now. And I have this writing thing due that I haven't done. And the woman's like waiting for this one page. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. I literally wrote to her, I'm like, I'm sorry. I cannot think right now. Yeah, like I'm that out of it. I'm like I need to focus. Like I can't. And then I booked it's the only good thing this month. It's I'm only saying this because it's funny. I booked my first American commercial. Congrats! Ooh, severely masculine woman <laughs> for a Little Caesars commercial where they dressed me up like a man and I screamed at a pizza like Chris Farley. And I'm like, what <laughs> am I doing with my life? It's like, probably more your voice. You've I got think a, it was my voice. I'm voice. pretty sure my voice booked the commercial, but they had me wear like a Spanx t-shirt um, to flatten my breasts out because they're like, mm, we can't see those. We need, we need a man. They literally, I will show you a photo. I'm in a men's suit. I look like a man. Can that photo be the uh, the, sh- the show photo we It's used? so ugly. Please, no, I'll never get late again. It's the, I don't know. I posted it too. I don't know why. I did that's that. how, yeah, you, yeah, you got to meet some, you're going to meet some dude and you be like, 
you're beautiful, but are you that little Caesar chick? And then you <laughs> fall in love. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> It'll be one of those commercials where it comes out where everyone's like, like this is hilariously embarrassing for you all. But, I know. but look, we I'm have aware. to, we have to like kind of sift through the rubble here. And I know it's probably not quite the time for positivity with your issues because you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, lot. well, you're still falling. There, there's still a lot unresolved. So the bedrock's kind of not steady I will there. say the one thing that's been very positive that I want to give a, a shout out to is the community, how they have come together and helped me. Like, if I wasn't a comic in the city, I where the where would I stay? Like I Airbnbs for a month are way more than my rent, so I would have been yeah. totally fucked. So like I've had so many people reach out to me, like Instagram followers who aren't even like comedians. Like, hey, I know you don't know me. This is weird. We have a room, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like that made that's the one positive thing that came out of this was I was like, oh, people care about me. This is very nice. That's people, incredible. Yeah, that was nice. That's good to hear. Yeah, and so right now I'm staring uh, with Kara Clank and Jared Logan. Oh great! Yeah, and like I, I know them. I'm not like Are best they live friends out with here? them. Yeah, I knew I've done shows with them in New York. Yeah, so like that's yeah. So they're out here now, and they have a house, and they uh, they, they write room. on a show or something. They're they are kind of in the writing. The yes, comedy yeah. Writing. Uh, Jared wrote for Corden. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and Kara writes for commercials and stuff. Yeah, it, it's um, and they've been nothing but nice and like generous and like offer me. I don't like, can I give you money? Like, no, we don't want anything. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's been that's. But been you're nice. not in the place. Yeah. You know, a lot of people sometimes you'll see everyone. Here's a, here's a difference. There's there's playing the victim and being the victim and you're the victim of a lot of kind of kind of shit circumstances really, right yeah. now but you're not playing the victim like woe is me you're like still pushing forward yeah, I'm, well, it's I have just to, <laughs> it's a fucking choice but it's like yeah. a tough mutter competition yeah, yeah. where you're like fuck like you're gonna get to the finish line but you're literally jumping through rings of fire and going through dog shit and like mm-hmm. we yeah we have those times where that happens in and life you never know when it might actually be a blessing in disguise. Weren't you just telling me the other day? I'm trying to figure out where I heard this, but it was like somebody couldn't get their album sold. So they just put it on YouTube. Was I mean, there's so many, that? there's so many but circumstances. But ended up going like completely viral and now makes oh, really? a ton of money off of Fuck. YouTube. Well, Bert Kreischer yeah. is like right now on a tour bus making like 50 grand a show because his, he had his album on Showtime. No one saw it. And then he illegally posted it to YouTube and it went viral oh, wow. and, and, and to Facebook and over, it was overnight went from like a B club headliner to now he's got a tour bus. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Or everything. it was like somebody else who decided to just sell their album like on iTunes for like five bucks each or whatever and way more money than they would have gotten from netflix yeah i mean yeah if you sell your album for five dollars on i mean it's when you can go direct to the consumer it's the best but like the good thing is that you do have an album coming out you will be able to sell Mm -hmm. it on your own right like you will be able to sell it like through different channels like you don't need sirius xm no i think i'm gonna my sister reached out to me yesterday she's a buddy who works with some marketing thing who they want to get into vinyl and they might yeah. use me as a guinea pig for this like vinyl thing oh, for comics. Cool. Yes. And I'm like, I've always wanted my shit on vinyl. I'm like, I'm really proud of this album too. And I think the cover's really cool and shit too. So it just would be a cool. But it's a good place where you're not, you're not an open micer who lost some shit. Like you've got no. tangible, like That's physical why, products yeah. to sell. That's why I think people too are like, they know that I'm just going through shit where they're like, we know she's not a fucking slob. Like I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I am now. I don't know. I feel <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just, it's been a very crazy month. There's two avenues I see with like both stand-up comedians, but just people in the industry. And there's, there's the one avenue where like someone gets every green light on the fucking street. They just do. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the face of who I'm thinking of just not, and it's no offense to them. We would all take that route if we could. Mm -hmm. And then there's people like you who are like a journeyman, like 
have done the work and there's a there's a transcendence that comes from that struggle in your voice in mm-hmm. your soul that says like we're going to give you what you're asking for but you're going to work real hard for it and there's going to be a, an extra sort of satisfaction when that comes do you know what i mean and those are the struggles that like money can't buy yeah they really can't so uh, that's my that's my uh, my dad wisdom for you. Thank that, you. For and that. I look. I mean, I get the fucking bitters. I get fucking you know over so many things when I see people that like they'll like. I had a good show last night, and I, and I was happy, and I was and I was happy about it. But I was like, that's how it's supposed to be. Like an audience that vibes with you, that really mm-hmm. gets you, and things are going well. The brunch show that we did, I've never had an audience, especially in LA, be so excited at two p.m. after the show is over to tell us how awesome it was, and they were so grateful to pay us for the show, and it was all yeah. donations only. And I'm like. Like, this is how it's supposed to be. I need to like remember that and feel mm-hmm. that and not feel all the places where it lacks because yeah. in LA, it lacks in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of shows for free or mm-hmm. for shit and the audience isn't even looking at us. Yeah. I, I did a show and there's five people sitting behind a pillar and I literally wouldn't start my set till they moved to the front because they were the only audience. Yeah. And the host didn't get, and I love the host, Bobby, but he didn't stop the show to get them to move in front of a large pillar. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not, fucking, I was like, I yeah. didn't drive an hour north of here to do a show for you yeah. and you're, I'm going to bend my jokes around the pillar. Like yeah. there's just something you learn from doing, from having to work the, in these trenches where you go, I'm not going to take this shit no. anymore. No. And it's not like you're taking the situations that are given to you. It's just you you just you still got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really trying out here. It's, so we need uh, to get you laid. Yeah. What's the next steps for that? Like where, where so if the <laughs> if the online thing's not working. Well, definitely not like the swipe app. I no, no. And I try to get on Raya. I can't get on. And you can't I'm like get on losing that? my what mind. About, like eHarmony or one of the paid apps. I was thinking of that. I just cuz I want to date somebody. I don't even want to fuck. I just I honestly am at a point where I want to date somebody. Who do we know? Right in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. We got LA listeners. Like we we got I just some, want a nice man. What I part of town nice, are you staying in? Like where are you what, right like, now I'm in Highland Park. When where would you prefer to meet a guy? What part of town? In Hollywood. I live in Hollywood. <laughs> Do you want I live a guy in East in Hollywood. Hollywood? I'd love a convenient guy. Tasha, go flip out the Rolodex. What do we got for Steph here? <laughs> there's listen, there's plenty of men that enjoy that that will enjoy your sort of like large sense of humor yes. and, and your large presence. There's plenty of men that yes. that, that can hang with you. Yes, I'm well aware. I just, I also just feel like I really uh, attract the psychopaths. Well, yeah, but w- when you come to the swipe, the swipe generation, they don't want you. No, they no, want, no, no, yeah, no. like just like Tasha said, they want the fucking like. Oh no, because they want they they know there's well they think they can get something better is the problem. Like all these guys are on there thinking they unlimited. can get limited. Like I, yeah. I I I don't know. Like I said, but I just imagine that they that these guys out there are probably fucking a different person every night they are like yeah. that's uh, and i want yeah. no part of that yeah. I, if i was looking for someone no. dating online i want to i'm looking for like potentially a real relationship yes yes Something i'm looking like for a connection with somebody yes and yes. what you've got and a lot of uh creatives have is you your big variable is your stand-up you don't need your relationship to be a variable you need that to be like a like something set in stone yeah the relationship's good it, you come home to it when you're off the road it's like there mm-hmm. you water it but it's it's like a safe investment. It's a long-term thing. Yes. You don't. You need to focus your energy on your next, you know, yeah. whatever joke. Yeah, literally. And I, I don't want to keep doing jokes about fucking gross men, but it just, it just keeps happening. <laughs> like I just, because you know, obviously you talk about what you fucking are thinking about now and stuff like on stage, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just ready to, to not, you know. But a lot of my friends have met nice people and like are engaged people have Tinder and stuff. So I'm like, what, what the hell? 
Does it bother you? I get you? gun people. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> fuck? You do have that gun energy. You get I that revolver energy. I got energy. the big gun energy, yeah. <laughs> do you find that does social media and being able to see other people like with their quote unquote successes, does that bother you at all? Or are you able to screen past that? Um, sometimes I, I get, I can get carried away. I'm that was a, a, a goal for this year was to not focus on other people's success, but it's, it's really hard when, you know, I've been doing it for so long and done so much and then see somebody who's been doing comedy for like four years who I can bury every fucking time I go up after them. And then they're doing better than me. I'm like, I yeah. don't know what I've done wrong. I'm not sure. Is but it because I'm really gross? doing better? Or is it a perceived? Well, better? they're like you know they get late night spots and they get like road work and they're like maybe it's a perceived better. Maybe they're not. Maybe they think I'm doing well. Like people, all like, we want is enough money to to perform. Just you just want to make your living performing, and, and your your yeah. break even's not high. I that's can tell it's exactly not. what this Canada Laughs thing is doing to us now. Like it's it's it has allowed me to come down here and showcase myself and how funny I am as a comic and as a Canadian. And like, it's allowed me to like audition in the days and like do shows every night. Now I'm like, I can't. I'm telling you, you got to get out. You got to get your connections with Joe Rogan. And uh, he's just, because he's the, you get that you got your product to sell and you, it, there's a clear violation happening there. And yeah, he, there's a big, he brings on people that are kind of like being fucked by that system because he was part of that system. Okay, with, I'm, gonna, I'm tweeting at Joe Rogan the second. You got to tweet yeah. at Joe Rogan. Yeah, and be like, hey, Joe, are you seeing this? Yeah. We'll start, people listening. This is coming out on Monday. What's the date today? The 20th. This is coming out in, no in two days. Uh, that, not that that matters to them listening, but it's <laughs> you're here. You can hear it. You tweet. What's, what's your Twitter? What can people t- tweet uh, you at? at Steph Tolev. I think my name is Step Toilet because <laughs> I, I tried Wikipedia myself and Wikipedia said, did you mean Step Toilet? I'm like, yes, Wikipedia. I meant a fucking toilet. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, uh, Like a squatty body? I guess. Just Step Toilet. I like screenshot it. It's like the, it literally the funniest thing I've ever seen. But I think between him and even Joey Diaz is a huge following. I, my, uh, Lee, his producer, is like There's a friend a, of yeah, mine. I should these people, people, you need yeah. to be like, look, we're getting fucked. We're your yeah. friends. Because like, you talk about that stand-up community. They're there. And like they might, you know, Joe might is be Joe doing, Rogan married? Yeah, he's married. Yeah, he's married to a, an executive. Oh, with Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like Paul guys. Well, this, this no, is never Joe Rogan work. is really hot. Babe. He what? is. He's so know. muscular. Is he? You like a beefcake like that? Yeah, you gotta go to the gym he's right cute. now. I know. He's <laughs> smart. <laughs> All right, well, unsubscribe well. to Joe. <laughs> no, I like Joe too. I don't know why that I have um, don't have the confidence, you know. But he, but Joe, yeah, he can go do an arena for thirty thousand people in Toronto, you know, whatever yeah. arena he did, just yeah. did recently. But then he can see someone like you and know, like he was there, like he needed people yeah. to stick up for him because yeah, yeah. he was in a situation different. But when he when when he accused a Carlos Mencia of joke theft at the comedy store, he was the one who got kicked out. When he was the ones years ago before. Before he had fame sticking up for comics you know what i yeah. mean the truth will like you know set you free but the truth like if you just follow your truth in this with this issue like don't be the fucking comic who's afraid to like talk shit about just for laughs oh I, and i, know I you're like not, but like i bluntly tag the minute and i tagged canada laughs and i tagged serious xm canada because it's like i don't think like people have talked to people at just laughs in canada and they have been like you have no clue what you're doing. Like you really and like, and it's like, how far have we come? I mean, stand up like was founded by like the Lenny Bruce's who were like getting handcuffed mm-hmm. for saying swear words. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because he had the balls to stick up, you get Carlin who can say cunt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like and now, and now like, you know, Jordan Peterson's big fight is, is like, don't tell me what I can say or can't say. Don't tell me what pronouns I can say or can't say. It's like a, it's like an issue. These are like giant issues. And it's like, so all of a sudden, you know, pay has actually gone down 
from comics from the 70s. Mm-hmm. We're not even talking about keeping it. Ed- you know, they have the same thing. Yeah, oh, like really? everyone wants. Yeah, the rates are really low. Oh shit! But yeah, they want they want an Instagram chick to work for free. You know, they'll yeah. they'll even we had an we had an advertiser Adam and Eve who wanted to advertise on the podcast, and they were like, "Well, we'll give you a percentage of the fucking things." No, you won't. If you want me, you'll pay us yeah. up front, and yeah, we'll exactly. do the fucking yeah. read. Yeah. 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 Like, what's this shit where like everyone's in just wants to skim off the top? Yeah. Like, you're a comic. You've got albums out. You know what I mean? Like, you're in people's cars on their radio mm-hmm. in the consumer consumer doesn't realize because of the good nature of a lot of creatives that they just go oh publicity is key i just want the publicity so the consumer doesn't realize if we don't put up a stink that like you're this is bread in your tip jar this is yeah. like your rent this is like you've got bills to pay and and how and and if and a lot of people have kids to support like that's the worst part there's comics now who they're they're stay-at-home dads with their fucking kids and that's helping support their families yeah. And their wives are going off and working the day and they they, they are, can do this. And, and the bottom like, line is like, no, if there was no so profitability, yeah. no one would do stand-up. Yeah. There would be no more comedy and like, if you couldn't make money And they're literally, it. especially in Canada, it's so like, what do we get? No, I literally told you that I have done Just Flowers three times and you went, really? Like they give such little fucks about Canadian comics that do Just Flowers. Like no one's ever seen me. Like I, well, and Just for Laughs used to be, uh, for those that aren't comedy historians that listen, it used to be, and it still is in a lot of ways, the place where, the like place where you get on the quote unquote new faces, which is one yes. show, everyone bombs or whatever for like seven minutes. Yeah. It's it's apparently turned into just a real shit show mm-hmm. in front of shit industry. But that's your chance to go from that. You know, so you like get on that signed. and then yeah. you might get SNL the next year. Yeah. You might get something like very big the next, that following year. There's a direct, and it used to be like in the 90s that you'd get a $200,000, like, signing deal yep. just to hold on yes, to you exactly. networks were paying people like um, like Artie Lang was getting hundreds of thousand dollars Kevin Hart hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands sort of like Sundance for yes, f- for, yes. for second Films. third fourth yes. year comics they were, they were such yeah. a boom for them and now unfortunately there's more comedians and they say okay well if you don't want to do it we got a third year person who gets laughs too yeah. now you they can't follow you because you've got the true talent because mm-hmm. you've done it for 14 years and your career is nothing but in a positive trajectory but but like it to them, you know, to some stiff business guy, they go, all right, let's just take this shortcut. And that's luck- what, yeah. Luckily, they've messed with the wrong people. That's what's worrying about me about this because I like today post this huge on Facebook being like Canadian comics, we all need to unite because if we all boycott, if we could, if we boycotted just for laughs, all Canadian comics, they'd lose their grant. They'd be fucking bankrupt because they have to legally put as many Canadians on. That's how they have so much fucking money to the festival. So if none of us fucking did this, if we all boycotted it, but there's people who are like four years in who are little fucking cucks who are going to be like, oh, never mind. I'll do it still. Like, no, we yeah. all have to come together and not fucking allow this to happen because that's what happens. Everyone gets so fucking scared. That's why people yeah. weren't taking this. You have to do this. They need to know that what they're doing is wrong and we need to come together as a community and fucking show and them that we have sure a power. that format like is for sure not going to be including you guys no. at all. No, it's it's we're out, we're out. Because they said twenty percent of Canadian com- content will be played by like the people who were would be like running the show. But that means now that we all, it, it had been one hundred percent Canadian. So now the twenty percent, I'll probably make. I won't even make close. Like I'll probably make a hundred dollars a month now, and I was paying rent. Do you paying fucking my whole rent? And like, yeah. Yeah, and I think we'll find some good news that comes from all of this. I think they've ruffled some feathers. Oh, so there's some ruffling, yeah. And I think there'll be some positive things. I know that doesn't help you today, but yeah. But you, if there's we any nice men out there, <laughs> they want, I just want to go on a nice dinner. Strong men that just want to... I don't even need a strong... No, yeah, maybe a strong job. <laughs> 
take Look, take take her out and you know just a night we, just, we can go on a walk on a hike we can just see the you know something nice what's your what is it how how soon do you know when you're gonna fuck a guy I'm like what's that literally process? usually drunk on the first date so I just do <laughs> <laughs> but like is it Truly, like the second you me- meet because like for guys you know almost right away like okay that's you know it's like a very binary thing it's a yes or no yeah but i feel like sometimes and again tell me if i'm wrong but i just would assume women have more qualifications they need a guy to meet i should yeah i, should. I, <laughs> I, should. I for sure just get drunk and then i'm just like oh fuck i'll fuck him who cares because I, I also don't have like a big like what's the word stigmatism around sex like, i doesn't really i'm not like that's like a good canadian liberal thing yeah i guess i'm not like oh my god like and it's like yeah if i really like somebody i probably would hold off but the one guy, this one guy I thought I really hooked up, um, had a good date with, and I was like, oh, I'm going to save and I'll fuck this guy. And then he goes to me. I'm like, okay, well, there, there we go. Should have fucked him. <laughs> but yeah, there's, it's. It's funny how that works. If you like someone, you don't want to fuck them because I for which reason you want to build a foundation. Need to, exactly. I want to build, but I, I've truly met nobody out here that I've like been like, I want to build this. And, and yeah, and at that point, mm-hmm. you might as well just. If at that gonna, point, I'm like, I'm just drunk. I'm horny. I'll just fuck you. Get the hell out of my are house. Are you splitting like, the bill with them or are they offering? Like, what's, what's going on in the single world these uh, days? I'd say a lot of splitting. Really? Which I like, I like, I, w- I want to get, I want them to pay. Gunman paid. <laughs> there you go. Look, so that's pull the talk. trigger, right? <laughs> uh, literally. Um, yeah, I, I think it's mostly splitting these days. And it's like, just fucking pay for fucking two drinks. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. If a guy, well, it all comes down to like, if a guy asks a girl out, you should be, you're in charge of that bill. But also like, you know. But I'm not like, buy me a fucking ring. I'm like, yeah, t- buy me the first fucking round of drinks. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, It's fucking I, $6. My, my personal take on that is like, it's... Uh, a reflection on how much they value you. Yeah. So like if they're not even willing to pay for a meal or a drink or whatever on the first time they meet you, then obviously they don't value me that no. much. Yeah, they you don't. Know, I'll, I'll always offer to split, but I'm going to be very turned off if you take me up on oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know exa- what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah I'll offer. I yeah. always offer. And then they're like, okay, cool. I'm like, cool, you fucking loser. <laughs> when, when we were friends, Tasha would offer to pay a lot. You would offer to pay a lot. And I was like, I thought that was sexy. I was trying to let you know we were just friends, Steve. <laughs> I was like, this is sexy and financially good, but <laughs> financially, I thought good. it was interesting though. It's like it's like you know, it's a move because you know, like unfortunately, money is like a control thing, and it's like a lot of times a guy will offer to pay, but then expect something in return. But it's but mm-hmm. on your end, it's like, well, I want you to offer to pay so you don't think I'm just some like fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, there's there's value to that, but also I don't. I mean, in today's world, I just didn't know where it's at out there. If I think it's like, it feels like it's mostly at that. It's just also it's 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 bad right now. Like everyone you talk to, it's just like it's gotten this online stuff has just ruined everybody as a person. Well, you're right though, because I mean, I had some dude a friend and i was like dude you gotta he posted on facebook that he venmo requested a girl to pay him back because the date didn't go well i was like bro like cut your losses that's that's insane i know and then every what and then every female who's like gonna look at that it's gonna go oh fuck that guy there's like guys never getting that dick sucked look look i've (laughs) i um i've been in situations where i've bought a girl a drink and then she's like thanks and walks away and i go of course what the fuck and it's like well there goes seven bucks you just like move on yeah that's it okay that bye that's not (laughs) nobody owes you anything like yeah 
yeah, that's what I, that's, yeah, this whole, the online thing is just, I, it's just, it's funny too how like a lot of people are like, and I know a lot of really funny, really attractive women out here who are like, cause I'm always like, oh, it's me. I'm not fucking small. Nobody wants a big woman in LA. But then I talk to like some comics who are very attractive and very funny and they're still like, yeah, I got ghosted, dated a guy for three months. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. The ghosting thing is my biggest pet peeve out here because it's just like, it's grow so a fucking pair of fucking nuts. Well, ghosting yeah. is just say, I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't see, I don't see it's going anywhere. It's not working. Literally. Literally, out. that's all it I takes. I met somebody else. Whatever yeah, it is, literally, you don't have to, like it's just. It's it, so I don't see fucking. It, it should almost be illegal because it's, it's a violation it of a violation. your dignity, it and it doesn't. I, we've all been ghosted. Have you been ghosted on Tasha? Yeah. Who you? You have yeah, not been ghosted right. on. I got ghosted on by literally my boyfriend that I had been dating for three months. When? Before you and I were dating, only probably like a year or so before you. Is and that I were why dating. you settled for me because he ghosted on you? <laughs> I've never heard this story. Tell him you got a t- fifty-seven minutes in and you break, you know, yeah. episode three twenty-four, and you tell me you got ghosted. No, what we do you mean? Like, like he, we were supposed to meet at a party, and he just like didn't show up, and I like texted him a few times, and we, no, we literally were boyfriend and girlfriend. I had met his parents. Like, oh, is this yeah. the uh, German, the, the main for, guy? No. The filmmaker? The no, commercial? No. Different guy. Um, <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> Don't worry about it. The fuck is this guy? And Was we this the dude who wrote the TV show? <coughs> no. Guy. Okay. Uh, My favorite TV show that I, I always go, this is how you write a fucking TV show. And Tashi goes, I used to know him. I go, you didn't no. date him, did you? She dated the guy who wrote the TV show. <laughs> I go, I fucking love that show. I can't like that show anymore. That show sucks. <laughs> fuck that show. It comes out in two weeks. Can't wait to see that. Uh, well, you got ghosted on. I did. Yeah, he just never showed up to the party and I sent him a few messages and like he never responded, but he you was gotta also, send him a, a birth, like, I, uh, I knew he was at another thing and I was like, okay, maybe he's busy, whatever. Yeah. And then like, you know, I called him. He didn't answer. I maybe left a message and then he never called me back and I never called him again because I, I'm, I'm not fucking chasing no, somebody. No, but, but still, I, w- I would want to chase him just to be like, fuck you. Yeah, that's what I I got do. ghosted on and I knew it was over, but I was like, I'm going to make you tell me that it's over. Yeah. I because, started, like, um, fuck you. I started screenshotting the guys who ghost me and, and putting them on uh, Twitter. Honestly. Screening their photos. That's what I was thinking I about fuck. when you were talking about the Ambien guy. Is like, this is why girls want, and there was an app like this a few years ago, but I think it went away. Like, a little black book rating system yes. for dudes. Because seriously, like, it's There is a, one. Right, there's Lulu. I don't know if it's still active, but it was like five years ago. Guys are like, well, there is. uh, uh, Somebody told me about this one called Stutter Dud, which is basically like a background check, like a quick little background check for guys. But that's for like felonies and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we should be checking those too. (laughs) But like, like, I really wish like you need to be able to like star guys you know like yeah, rate and review. but listen i mean i'm telling you it's yeah. men get ghosted on all the time there's a there's a there's everyone a, is ghosting we're we all, all been fucked enough yeah. we've all been fucked over that we carry some of that bitterness to the next thing and we what we should do is try to treat new relationships with optimism mm-hmm. because you don't know it could be the one like if tasha if you were like fuck dudes you wouldn't have let me kind of like be me and vice versa like and we still bring in look we're always going to have our own trauma that like we're working through but like we got to try our best to be like all right i know the last guy goes to me i know la sucks but like some people you know there's yeah. a guy out there for you yeah, I mean, I don't think in LA. I honestly think I'll have to move somewhere else. <laughs> Where would you want to be? I, so the so the album explodes. It does amazing. You're on Joe Rogan, so you're touring now. All that stuff. Uh-huh. He, he's the Oprah, right? He's the yeah, Oprah. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. you do that. Where do you live? Where do you move to? I, I think I'd live in Canada. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I really just just fly fly to where you need to be. Yeah, I miss Canada a lot. 
or like somewhere I miss like Canada. I've only ever visited. Where would you be, Tasha? Not here. Where would you be though? Someplace with green, like yeah. uh, someplace with like more outdoor space. I don't want to live on a road my yeah. whole life. Yeah. Like, I, I could do a Montana ranch. Yeah, yeah. but I would love to like. I would love three places. An orchard. I would. Yeah, I would love a. Fa- I would love a farm. Ex- basically, how Tom Brady does it, right? He's got his ranch in Montana. The dude literally like built a football field so he can war practice. But he also goes to Costa Rica with Giselle. You know uh-huh. these people. Do, do the Canadians know Tom Brady and Giselle? Yeah, we. Just, we <laughs> they yeah. go to they go to Costa. Costa Rica, and then they've got their city place in Boston. So I would love my city place in yeah. New York. I'd love some ranch somewhere. I don't care if it's Texas or Montana. I would just like a ranch with like tools and whatever, mm-hmm. just you know, to feel like I can, you know, to, you know, account, like just feel like a person. Because with the tech yeah. world, you just don't feel like a person anymore. Yeah, yeah. You want to be able to disconnect. That's what we're lacking. I yeah. feel like these days, it's like. I, I'm expected to always be attached to my phone, to be answering emails instantly, mm-hmm. to be answering texts instantly. Like work never stops. Like the second we end, you're going. You got battles to fight. You're going to be I out a, there. I have a lot. I'm like literally right now construing off a text sent to Joe Rogan. That's what <laughs> my mind is like on a different. I'm that and I have folks to like, listening. Retweet that. Go to yeah. Step Toilet or whatever it is. <laughs> Step Toilet. And uh, we got we're at an hour, so we got to get out of here. But we need to keep you on the short leash. We need to hear. Back I'm from around. You. I'm always what fucking. I'm always around. There's always something bad happening. To Gentlemen, me. slide into her DMs. Please, but listen, if you be if, nice. if you meet her and she, and she says you're a piece of shit and it's from this podcast, we will find you. And yeah, guess what? I'll, I'll blast you. I'll put you on, I don't want to. Like, people are like, you own you for material? No, I'm on here to find a nice man. Sorry. <laughs> I don't need you for material. I have enough fucking yeah, shit going enough on. Yeah, material. <laughs> she's hilarious. Shit. Google her. If no. you don't want to be material, don't no. act like material. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Once in a while, Tosh will say something and I'll just get quiet and I'll just write shit down. And she, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> that's just another. But so when does the album come out? And how uh, can people... March 1st. And are there... Is there... It's called I'm Not Well. It will be on iTunes. You can pre-order it right now on iTunes. Um, it'll be on Spotify and Google Play. Amazing, cool. and then you got to come and do our next brunch show that we do. Yes, we got to get the I'd date on to. it. We got a full. We did. We we had uh, seven and a half liters of champagne. Were drank last oh, time. That, that was fun. like seventy five mimosas. I it should be a, in my home by then so I can uh, Uber and. Oh, nice! Drink. It'll be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Hollywood. It'll be it'll be great. Live right there. Listen for those people listening. Here's what we're gonna do. Last month's show, we're gonna post on our Patreon on our um on our friends with benefits level. So uh, I can't tell you how much it's worth the few bucks because it's like you get to be a part of the show it's a two-hour show of, of hilarious stand-up comedians go support them but also slide some money to steph's way uh, buy an album buy put it on yeah, yeah. Put buy it on the pre-order. album tweet the album that'd be great and uh, i know we'll have some people out there that'll that'll take care of you and i I, I i wish you well and i am excited <laughs> to see how it goes no because yes. it's a fucking you know just just look look to the positives just yeah. look, just just keep that 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 forward sight because you know it's there they're, they're, they're these things have a way of working yeah, out, yeah. so i'm trying we wish you the best everybody Thank Thank this was you. episode 325 of the wow. sap tasha Courtney, steph tolov i'm dave neal bye everybody bye. Bye. i really that's a really good idea um, is this real? Oh, Vicky, like...
Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode as uh, as much as we did. And um, as always, don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed already on iTunes. Even if you listen somewhere else, get on your iTunes, hit subscribe. Say, Siri, subscribe to this app. Say it to your boyfriend or your husband or your cousin's phone. Just, you know, spread the love. Appreciate it so much. And then if, you, if you've if you listened for over three episodes and you haven't written in yet, write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on. We want to know all the juicy aspects of your love life, your dating relationships when you lost your virginity, uh, you know, your two-pump chump story, whatever. Just share whatever's interesting to you with us. We, you know, you can use a pseudonym if you don't want to, um, you know, get super real. We won't fucking you know, announce your full name and address unless you want us to. Uh, t- that's to my listeners in Slovenia. We are, you know, we're big in Slovenia. Anyway, uh, enjoy this clip of our recent stand-up show. If you live in the LA area, we're going to be doing these monthly. We're a month, monthly brunch stand-up show where we give out mimosas and we, uh, you know, make people laugh. So what's better than that? Uh, if you want to hear this full episode, go to patreon.com slash this app and uh, check it out. And we're going to post this full um audio episode you can stream this on your way to work your way home and you can enjoy all that content uh at the different tiers that we have so go check it out and like let us know what you think you let us know if you like a certain tier if you want something else if you're not familiar with patreon it's just super simple it's a monthly subscription to creators that you love that helps them keep doing what they do you know what i mean it was really hard for me to start this it took me five years because you know raised with my catholic guilt you know your boy dave it's just something that i wasn't super excited to do because we have a hard time putting value uh, monetary value on the work that we do but i it's for you know you don't have to you know listen there if you don't want to but if you want go check it out it's a super uh, patreon's an easy app to use you just download the app or just go to the patreon.com and, and check it out and then um, all our contents up you know up on there we've been up there for a few weeks so we've got uh, an ep- uh, we have our episode that we uh, came back from Tahoe uh, in the snow we talked about that episode all the shit that happened to us in that blizzard um, and uh, and then we're gonna post uh, this week the stand-up show so every month there'll be added content pretty much every week actually we're adding a ton of shit on there so stuff that we can't say in public you know we're gonna get that ultra personal vibe on the patreon behind the paywall and we appreciate all of your support the first 20 people that sign up for our patreon we're gonna send you a a postcard a customized postcard from yours truly so i hope you guys enjoy here's a sneak peek of our live brunch stand-up show have a good week everybody Sidekick aspect. You chime in whenever you want. This is nice. Thank you. Hey, how about a cheers to Darren Napier? He created these mimosas for everybody tonight. Everyone, get up for Darren. 
If they suck, it's on Darren. I love I love when you have a drug dealer buddy who's now in a relationship and he goes to Costco to you know price sample the perfect mimosa. That's what I love. He's like, bro, six uh, for forty-two dollars. I think we got a deal. We got some single bros. I'm assuming. Just calling it out. Didn't have to ask. Just <laughs> you do what you got to do. We got some couples in the front, right? We got uh, my couple, Tasha Courtney. Everybody, let her hear it. It feel, it feel, I'm gonna do crowd work with people that I know. It's gonna feel weird, but it's fine. I mean, like Darren, like we've got, I've got so much blackmail on my best friend Darren Napier. The only thing keeping me from telling you guys any of the blackmail is the blackmail he has on me. That's how it works. Mutually assured destruction. Mad bros. That's what we are. Mad bros. Um, I'm gonna pass out some sex toys as the show gets going. Ladies, how are you? Good to see you. This is where I got young bros, two chicks ready to fuck. I can tell. How are you? You came with Chris Scopo, so we know. Yeah. Are you New Yorkers? Yeah, we live here. You live here, but you're supporting your New York friend. Six of the eight comics on the show tonight are a part of those. Uh, have been guests on the Sex Actually podcast, which is uh, I'll let you know what episodes, and you can listen to all of them. That's your homework for tonight, okay? You didn't even know what you were coming to today, did you? No. You're just happy to be here and drink some mimosas. There you go. That's what the Sex Actually podcast is all about. We come when we can. Tasha knows about that, right? We don't set the bar high. We come when we can. That's, that should be the name of this show, Brunch. We come when we can. Um, some showed up early. That's fine. How are you? Good. Who's got the longest relationship here? Anyone over five years? Oh, there we go. How long? Twelve. Twelve years? That's the first time where the guy knew right away how long. Usually they're doing the math, and the woman's like, "Tell me how long has it been?" And then, yes, okay. So the po so you got your numbers straight. You're ready to go. Good. There's other people that are worried. You're doing the math. What is? Don't ask me. Two and a half. Where are we at? And then you guys just moved in together, right? Round of applause for new love. A lot of you guys know Tasha. She co-hosts the podcast with me, and uh, this is how I knew I fell in love with Tasha. Um, we, we had to look at each other's love languages. Mine, my love language is affirmation, so if you guys could just clap for me regularly, we'll be good. Thank you. But I found this out about her. We took the test. Her love language is bitter revenge. And this is, a, yeah, this is how I found this out. She came home one day. We live, we live in Silver Lake or Koreatown, depending on who we're talking to, right? We're just right. Come home one day, and she's got a 10-pound bag of birdseed in her hand. So I think we're going on a nature walk or something. She goes, look out that window. See that guy parked like an asshole? She goes, I'm going to sprinkle birdseed on the hood of his car. I go, I love you. That's it. You're, she's going to be the old Central Park lady from Home Alone 2, just covered in shit. That's love, guys. That's what love is. But you never use the birdseed. It's just sitting in there. We haven't Marie Kondoed it yet. So it spark the birdseed still sparks joy. She's birdseed bay. She just puts it on fucking cars. We need more people bird-seeding cars in L.A. That's what we need, Jess, right? We need that. Fuck yeah. Fuck you, got real on board. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's my... You guys know your love languages? No. No. You got 12 years married, and you don't know what the fuck she needs. Does she... Do you know his? You have no idea. What do you guys do to make each other happy? They drink a mosa. This just turned into, like, a weird intervention for you two. The senior most couple in the room. You don't know your love languages? 
You didn't know what, it's just different ways we share love with each other, fills up our wells, and then our dads call me gay. That's what a love language is. <laughs> dads didn't have love languages. You fucking bring home the bacon and make her come. That was it. Now I'm like, I just need quality time. <laughs> That's all I need. Do you guys know each other's love languages? Oh yeah, <laughs> Sammy, yeah, fuck no. Yo, what's, his, what's his love language? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, you can have two, and then what are hers? Damn, get it! <laughs> bring out the vibrators. We got sex toys tonight. We're gonna bring those out. Uh, acts of, that's a gift. We have those. That's a love language. Do you guys, do you, are you guys single? Is, or, yeah? What's your state of dating? Are you like, fuck LA? That's what I'm getting. I'm getting the fuck LA vibe. You're in that mid fuck LA vibe. You're like, still hope, but fuck this shit. Yeah, okay, well, we got some single comedians on the show tonight, so we'll just see how that... I, right, Joe? I just try to get people laid. That's my... How'd your set go, Dave? Someone banged. I don't know. <laughs> what happened? Boy, five years in my relationship, no sex on Valentine's Day. That's a myth, right? <laughs> I don't know who said it, but her... Uh, right? I don't know. Single guys, fuck on Valentine's Day. You just post a status that says, oh, fuck Valentine's Day, and whichever girl likes it, you direct message her. That's science. That's how it works. <laughs> But you get a relationship and you, I'm bloated. That's all it is. Um, you know what? So as the show goes on, we're going to have mimosas. So if you need a refresher, I'll just have a pitcher and I'll just bring it by everybody. Uh, it, it, by all means, use the bathroom whenever you need to. I'll bring out the amazing comedians. Uh, six out of the eight comics uh, on the show tonight have been on my podcast. Um, I'm definitely going to make you guys subscribe before you leave here. And also, it's a free show. All that jazz. If you want, you can Venmo or cash any donations you want. I like to pay my comedians. We'll take care of that business later. But you guys ready to start the stand-up show today? All right, Eric, are you out there? Are you ready, Eric? Can you hear me? All right, our first comedian, he was in episode 302 of the Sex Action Podcast. This is one of the funniest guys. I am so glad to know him. Everybody, give it up for Eric Rocha. Yeah. 